In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio, live on Toginet.com. Co-hosted by Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women around the world. We'll cover everything military, from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder, to navigating government programs dealing with family issues, to the struggles of deployment, along with being a working mother, both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio, and here are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hello, military moms. Welcome to Military Mom Talk Radio. I am Robin Boyd. I'm not Sandra Beck. I'm Robin Boyd. I'm your guest host today for Sandra, who's on vacation this week and next week. So we send out a, hey, Sandra, and hope you're having a great time out in New York. I'm here with uh, Tina Gonzalez, and she should be with us shortly. Is she here yet? Tina, are you here? She's on the road, and she'll be joining us um, very shortly, I'm sure. And I want to... uh, Thank everybody for tuning in. This is the first time for me, so I'm really excited to be here. I'm going to get right to our guest because we've got a gal who I cannot wait to share with you. Uh, her name is Dee Dee Wright. Dee Dee, can you hear me? Hi. Hello. Hey, Dee Dee. I'm so glad Hi, you're here. Hi, Robin. <laughs> Hi, hon. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Great, great. Dee Dee is, um, first of all, one of my dear friends. She also is um, a member of the Girl Scouts of the Green and White Mountains. Didi is our membership and marketing um, director for the Southeast region of the council that we serve in, and that council serves all of New Hampshire and Vermont. Um, can you hear me okay, Didi? I can. Every now and then it breaks up, but I can hear you. Yeah, we, I know that you're traveling, so we're going to uh, try and make sure that we stay clear as we can. Um, you oversee quite a large region of our council, don't you? I'm sorry, I say it again. Yep, you. Uh, their council, the southeast region, is quite a big section of the council. It is. It is the most populated area of the council, and the uh, most most uh, the membership of our of our Girl Scout council. <laughs> yes. How many? Do you know how many towns off the top of your head are in that region? Uh... Just in our region, we probably have uh, about 92 towns. That's some amazing. Of them are served, some of them are served, um, you know, clustered together. So, Right. And as membership and marketing director, you really are um, in charge of not only a lot of staff, but you really do oversee a lot of the volunteers in our council. Absolutely. And they're wonderful volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> When among all of the volunteering that I, that I mean, the, the directing that you do professionally, you too are a volunteer, aren't you? 
I am. I dedicate uh, a lot of time to the National Guard Family Program. Mm-hmm. And that's the New Hampshire Army National Guard. And yes. specifically, what is the National Guard Family Program? Specifically? <laughs> um, hmm. To nail that down. It is a program that provides resources and support to family members of service members um, that are in the Air and Army National Guard here in the state and all over the country. And there's a, a program in each one of the states. There is. Yeah. Um, and that family services can cover anything from financial or household or emotional or health benefits. Is that correct? Uh it, it is an, it's, it's quite an array of, of uh, support. It could be morale, building morale. It could be navigating um, the military lifestyle. It's financially, um, we don't, in, in like our family readiness group, we don't support financially. But there is a, a what we call SURF, Chaplain's Emergency Relief Fund that families can apply to for um, monetary support. I see. Um, this is the, I'm just learning about the family program, and I was able to log on to the net and find some information. It really does outreach quite a bit for the families, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yeah. And including the youth. You, ha- it, you are involved in a youth development program as well, aren't you? Is that where... There is also a youth program. Um, each state has one. And uh, just recently, the Girl Scouts partnered with uh, Operation Military Kid and provided a, a wonderful program um, free to, through, through OMK's grant. We were able to offer the program free to the girls that either have a family member deployed now uh, in the East or will be deploying this fall. Wow. And the girls absolutely had a wonderful time. And, Robin, you'll be so happy about our Girl Scouts, the older ones that delivered the program, were so excited they want to do another one in the fall for these girls. That's amazing. I yeah. am proud. I'm so proud to be a part of that organization, I will tell you. Yeah. Tina's joined us. Didi, I want you to meet Tina. Tina, meet Hi. Didi. Hi, Hi Tina. Didi. How are you? I'm crying. I'm going to try and pull over because it really is a choppy connection here. Yeah, yeah, I know that you've you've got you. Didi is sitting us in between a couple of her appointments, so we're so glad you're there. Tina, you have probably similar family programs, don't you, um, at Camp Pendleton? Yeah, there's um, all different types of programs. Um, normally, the units have um, a fro, which is family readiness officer, and normally they kind of uh, bring in all the the programs that are available to the families and they. They get them out, whether it's via newsletter or email, um, to the families so that they know what's going on in the in the upcoming months. That's that's such a resource. I'm sure that everybody appreciates so much. Didi, um, when you have a new family that um, a new person who has just become a member or has just been enlisted, what kind of process do they need to go through? And are you Part of that process, right from the get-go, or um, um, for my hus- for my husband's unit, I am. I am the mm-hmm. sponsor liaison. So 
for just his unit, and we're trying to get more of the units in New Hampshire to um, adopt the same program. It's similar to the active duty sponsor program, where my husband has a letter that when a new soldier um, joins the unit, he has he has a, he receives he or she receives a welcome packet. In that welcome packet is a letter from me, welcoming the soldier and also trying to engage and welcome the family. There's a survey that the soldier has to complete for the family readiness group, and then I take it from there, and if they give me permission, then I contact their family and invite them to our program, invite them to our events, our monthly meetings, things like that. I see. I see. So you really are a part of not only the group, the soldier, but then the family, and then you are also helping them once they do come home and, and reintegrating back into um, civilian life. Is that correct as well? Um, I have helped, uh, but there's yeah. a, an array of professional folks that help them with their reintegration. I see. I wasn't sure if that was part of the family program or... Yeah, it is, but not something that I do. They have um, pro- professionals like counselors, um mm-hmm. Uh, work, work employee, I can't remember the name of it, but it's an employee assistance program for employer. Um, Easter Seals here in New Hampshire gives us a lot of support in helping soldiers reintegrate. I see. And we may uh, want to mention, uh, Dee, your husband is um, a sergeant first class for the Army National Guard. Is that correct? Yes. 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 So you been a spouse of a soldier for a long time. I think I'm losing you. Are you there? Are you? Yeah, we are. Do you need to oh, maybe move better. to a new location? Do you need to move, maybe? Okay. I know, are you Tina, there? you... Yep. Can you hear us now? Yeah. Okay. I know, Tina, you've talked a lot about some of the support that you've gotten um, since your husband has come home. Is that... Yeah, um, mainly uh, through uh, the pro, they are pretty good about getting um, together the programs that are help out a family, you know, either post-deployment or pre-deployment, and they have um, certain support groups, and they have meetings so that they can give you awareness on, you know, how things are going to be when either your service member comes home or what to expect when they're gone, and... Um, there's all different kinds of little groups that they have that, you know, while they're gone, they kind of give you the, the lay down on how it's going to be. And um, they get you also connected with other uh, spouses that this wouldn't be the first time that they, their husband will be leaving on a deployment. So they kind of know what the feelings that you would go through and how it affects the kids and stuff. So the fro is pretty good. They're the ones that pull together all that information and have it basically all laid out, you know, so you have the, pre-deployment, the middle, the hump section, as they would call it, when you're excited because it's <laughs> the middle point, and then the, as they're about to return, then they have all the post-deployment meetings that you go to. So they can kind wow. of make it as cushy as possible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is it's a fair. family process, though, really, because you just have so much to... Um, that person has to reintegrate, but you have to sort of reintegrate back with your with your spouse too. Yeah. We're going to be going to break in just about a minute, 
Um, and then when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about some of the programs that Dee has been involved in. Um, there are a lot of other programs that I know that she can share with us. Um, we're going to take a station break very shortly. And when we come back, we will hear more about the New Hampshire National Guard, New Hampshire Army National Guard, right here on Military Moms Talk Radio. Maybe when, maybe when we come back, we can um, uh, get get on a different different line, or we can get you get you a little cleared up. We'll be right back yeah. on Military Mom Talk Radio in a moment. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning. That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Girlfriended is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriended Principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. What's your story? Are you living it? Well, you could be. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Her passion is helping others discover, create, and live their personal brands. Yep, you heard me. You have a brand. No different than Coke, Pepsi, or Nike. You are a walking, talking, living, breathing brand. You're not a logo. You're not a tagline. The choices you make become the path you take. This is your brand. Now, live your story. Your brand is not just what you say it is. It's also what others say it is. So what are you communicating? And how can you create an authentic brand? We'll take on these challenges with What's Your Story? Every week, Hillary will feature teens, moms, and organizations that are learning and living their story. Now, her passion is to help others discover, create, and live their personal brands. To find out more, go to inspiredbyfamily.com. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back. Hey, Military Moms. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio. 
Um, I'm Robin Boyd. I'm the guest today, uh, filling in for Sandra Beck, who's on vacation. And Tina's here. Do we have our um, phones a little more cleared up this time? Tina, can you hear me better now? Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you better, too. Hi, Dee Dee. Are you still there? Hi, Robin. It sounds Hi. great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we're a little clearer now. Our guest is Dee Dee Rice. She is a volunteer with the New Hampshire Army National Guard. Um, volunteer extraordinaire, I must say. <laughs> You've done so many wonderful things, Dee Dee. Tell us a little more about uh, the Operation Military Kid program. What are some of the things that you've been able to help provide for our military kids? Um, I'm, I'm not personally that active in the Operation Military Kids program. That's a, mm-hmm. a, joint, a joint effort by the U.S. Army and the 4-H Cooperative oh, Extension. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. But what I was doing was trying to engage more um, efforts with the Girl Scouts as you know, the Girl Scouts um, have been doing things for years, trying to reach out and support the soldiers and their families, and I just wanted to be able to, to collaborate and provide a program for girls mm-hmm. um, that um, would benefit them during deployment, um, such as the exercise and a way to relieve stress, and, and surely we know, um, as Tina does, <laughs> that there is stress, no matter how old you are. <laughs> When, um, you know, someone you love has gone away and you're worrying about them. Of course, of course. Tina, have, you, have your children been old enough when your husband was deployed to really be aware of his absence? Yeah, um, my oldest daughter probably would be the one that was the oldest and kind of recognized it, but she more so was like, okay, daddy's at work and... She's used to, she was used to him being gone because the workups that lead up to going to deployment, you know, they're gone for a month at a time. So to sure. her, it was it was nothing out of the ordinary. It was just this time, Daddy didn't come home for three weeks and then leave again for a month. Kind of yeah. thing. It was a yeah. consistent. It was consistent. So that's kind of normal for them <laughs> to have yeah. Dad gone for a while. Is it hard when Dad comes home and the the kids? Do you find that sort of disruption disruptive behavior? Just because um, it's a yeah. disruption of their their routine. Yeah, I would think so because they're used to listening to everything that mom has to say and going straight to mom for everything. So I think it's an adjustment of them learning to now dad's here. You know, you can go to dad and ask him. You you know, dad's say is part of the decision also. So it is. It, there's a there's an adjustment period that it yeah, takes to yeah. Now, Dee, you're. Can I ask Tina a question? Would you oh, agree right, that yeah. um, at, at first it was difficult to let go of that decision-making, and then as soon as I know with my husband, when he said, I got it, I sat back down with a sigh of relief and went, oh, good, because <laughs> I was tired of making all the decisions. Yeah, I think, well, it was hard for me to let go of doing everything. I had a hard time doing that. Being able to be like, okay, he's here and I can let go of all those right. responsibilities and let him come back in and take care right. of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Sorry, Didi, your children are older now, but when Chuck was um, deployed, when the when the children were younger, wasn't he? Or how old were the they kids when he was? They weren't too young. They were 18 and 19. And oh, they were. Definitely... 
definitely affected my daughter. I mean, she certainly understood every piece of what what was going on. Mm. Um, at the same time, she was uh, going to college and away from home for the first time. So it was wow. quite an adjustment for her. And she she really struggled. She really yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah, I terribly. <laughs> think I think a teenager is very much aware of the severity of deployment, yeah. as opposed yeah. to the younger ones just being aware of an absence, and that right. there's a right. difference there. Yeah, yeah. my son um, actually it didn't, it didn't hit him until the departure ceremony, and then he 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 did get emotional. Yeah, yeah. And is is your husband Didi um, one who helps train? the soldiers who are about ready to deploy, is he involved with getting all of those guys ready to head on out? Um, they actually, in the, in the Guard, just like in, in the other services, active duty, uh, he, they do their annual, you know, their, their monthly training and then their annual training, and then he mm-hmm. is responsible for that. But when it mm-hmm. comes to deployment, then he takes a backseat role is part of the leadership team, and then there's others that are giving them the the training that, that's needed for their mission. I see. I see. Did I read correctly? There's one National Guard unit right now that is deployed. Is it Company C who may be coming? We have two. Mountain oh, Company, have Charlie Company, yes, C Company. They are deployed. We also have an aviation company that is um, a little bit smaller that is, uh, is on their way back home. Um, mm-hmm. Mountain Company should be home in December. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you'll be preparing a big welcome home, I'm sure, for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Chuck has 12 <laughs> of his soldiers that deployed with Charlie Company. So we've stayed in close contact with um, both the unit and um, the family members, making sure that you know, they feel supported. We had one of the soldiers come home on his two-week R&R, and, of course, everybody's vying for his time. Yeah. So what we did was we offered a barbecue at our house, gather everybody in one place, one-stop shopping, so that he could, you know, visit with everyone for a couple hours and then spend the rest of the time with his family. Oh, wow, that's great. Yeah. I think so many times we think of the National Guard as more of local uh, involvement, state stateside, but you really are everywhere, which is um, well, probably yeah. a little more unique, isn't it, to the guard? Yeah. They do They do kind of stress, the, you know, the new guard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because they are being used um, alongside the Army, active duty Army. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's... Um, there's an event coming up this weekend. Is is this part of family program? The family program that you're involved with. It's I noticed a family team building weekend. Are you thinking of Operation Thank You? Uh, nope. I learned. Well, you can tell me about that one. But I I knew <laughs> that there was a team building weekend that's coming up next weekend, and I was just curious as to if the, what the team building process was that this event was going to take okay. take in there is an event coming up this weekend it's called a yellow ribbon event oh wonderful and it just like tina was explaining you have the deployment cycle and we have gates that, that they the soldiers and families go through and during the yellow event program they spend all weekend long um at a nice 
resort area somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. A lot of times up in Conway, where there's a lot of briefings and awareness, like Tina was saying, a lot of information being given to you, but then there's also time to spend with, with your family member and increase your, your communication. Um, you will do some some team building, so to speak. The mm-hmm. four lenses, have you ever heard of that? I haven't. Tina, do you, are you aware? Uh, I've never heard of that either. Yeah. It's similar, similar to, do you remember um, oh, a workshop like uh, True Colors or Colors where you have this personality analysis? Oh, I see. Okay. Well, Four Lenses is another, another program. It's similar, but this one um, is several hours long and takes you a, a step further. Okay, mm-hmm. this is how you become aware of your um, personality traits and the lens that you see the world in. I now, let's, let's try and work on understanding, and you may not see it, but at least you can understand how your spouse or your children or your parents, um, if they have a different personality trait, how they see um, the world and maybe increase your communication a little better. Wow. Wow. So they and spend who, all weekend long on, on team building, uh, sure, but at the family level. I see. And these are all new um, recruits, or who would, who would these, be participating in this? Yellow Ribbon events are for deploying service members. I see. And their families. I see. Um, we didn't have it when Chuck left, and it was when he returned probably about six months later. So sometime in 2008 when the Yellow Ribbon event started to happen. And mm. then, um, we did have the reunion reintegration process at the, when he returned, but not the pre, you know, and we, we could have benefited from that pre deployment. Yeah, yeah. So it's just learning as we go. <laughs> oh, well, absolutely. And I would think that some of the feedback that you get from families helps you build on more programs. Absolutely. Do you get a lot of feedback from your family? Um, uh, yeah, I would say... Well, yeah, I know in the Girl Scouts, we have evaluation, evaluation, evaluation. Yeah, <laughs> same with the guards. Same with the guards. Um, the, the single soldiers um, have a harder time attending these because they, you know, have other thoughts in their minds. Yeah, yeah. The families themselves that that go with, you know, a spouse and and maybe their children, because the children also go through their own program at the same time. I um, see. Definitely come back and and really have positive feedback on on how much they enjoyed the weekend, how much communication, you know, things they learned about their spouse, you know, that they never even thought of before. Right, right. Yeah. Tina, you must have opportunities to um, give feedback for different programs. Um, yeah, they. I think more so it was um, right after deployment. You know, they wanted the the positive feedback for the things that have happened. But we haven't been deployed since our last return was 2005. Oh, good, good. Yeah, so stay, it's been a while. Stay home. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, we're getting ready for another station break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to stay. Goodbye to Dee Dee as she's off to another appointment, but um, we'll have a couple minutes to just wrap up with Dee Dee, and then Tina and I can chat a little bit more. We'll be right back on Military Mom Talk Radio. 
Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Here comes Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues today. With Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Tuesday evenings at 6, 5 Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Togginet.com. Motherhood Talk Radio provides a powerful platform for women today by giving interesting, inspiring, and inspirational information to mothers around the globe as they navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio will have best-selling authors, gurus of happiness, women of interest, who every single day make our world a better place for our families. Motherhood Talk Radio, powered by Motherhood Incorporated, is co-hosted by corporate executive Sandra Beck and stay-at-home mom Christy Holly. For more information on each and the show, go to MotherhoodTalkRadio.com. Mom, this really is your show. Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Tuesday afternoons at 6, 5 Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Tuggynet.com. Hey, you living the dream like Nina and Cindy? Sweet jeans are made of the Were you shocked by the Chuck E. Cheese calamities, diaper dilemmas, and major mom minivan mishaps? Then get ready to share it with Living the Dream Moms with Nina Fry and Cindy Schmitzer. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on Togginet. And as Nina and Cindy say, if you're thinking it, we're saying it. It's your chance to discuss, share, and learn from two moms who have been there, done that, and got the t-shirts. Check out their website, ltdchix.com. Living the Dream Moms is all about all things moms have to deal with daily. Nina and Cindy are two ordinary frazzled moms who admit when they need help and do their best to research and discuss topics that are not always talked about. Living the Dream Moms are just two real women who are discussing the trials and tribulations and triumphs of everyday mom lives. You are not alone. It's Living the Dream Moms with Nina Fry and Cindy Schmitzer. Thursday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's in Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com, covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Courtesy. Military Moms, welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio. We're here with Tina Gonzalez. Tina, have you had a good week this week? Are we still there, Tina? Oh, my goodness, we lost her. Hello. Oh, there you are. (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) Tina, how was your week this week? Good one? Yeah, it's been nice. We've had, uh, I have family in town, so there's been a lot of visiting, and it's been nice. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Our guest is Dee Dee Rice. She is a volunteer with the New Hampshire Army National Guard. Dee Dee, just a few more minutes before I know we've got to say goodbye to you. Um, one of the things I know we do in Girl Scouting is to certainly say thank you to the people who have made a difference in, <laughs> in our uh, volunteering, and I know that the National Guard has done that with you. Can you share with us a little bit about the um, honors you've received? They surprised, surprised me in March with the Volunteer of the Year Award um, for the 
state of New Hampshire. It was it was quite an honor. I was I was shocked. I thought that I'm the best you got, huh? <laughs> but I, you know, I I do um, I do take it seriously. I do. It's, it's a passion. You know, there's so many young soldiers that don't have the support of family, and you just naturally adopt them. You know, and then yeah. of course you you. With my experience, I grew up in the military. My father was you in the army thirty off? years. And then uh, I, that's how I met my husband, who was in the Army. Then he gets out in the National Guard. Are you cutting me off? No, we're not, but oh. we do have some <laughs> feedback from someone. But that's okay. Someone's, oh, good. <laughs> anyway, um, when they asked me, you know, why do I volunteer, and uh, my best answer could be that um, because I have the experience behind me and, and the awareness of, of the lifestyle, I think I can benefit others, you know, with, yeah. with um, yeah. my experiences. And, I, and, I, and think, I know that I've helped others because I've gotten, you know, thank you cards in the mail or, or a call or an email or something, you know, that my, my being there and listening and sharing my stories has helped them to, to cope with the deployment. Mm. And that has to be something so special because that network is so personal. It is so, um, I've been there, I've done it, I can get through it, and so can you. That's so important. Yeah. Yeah. I often would say to myself, pull up your big girl panties. (laughs) 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 And boy, don't we have to do that every once in a while. Yeah, whether we like it or not. Oh. I know you are also involved with a program um, that started in 2007 to honor our soldiers who are at rest at our veterans cemetery here in New Hampshire. Yeah, um, yes. that is tell sponsored. Us about that. Okay, that's sponsored by the Blue Star Mothers of New Hampshire, mm-hmm. and it started out by a family that lost their their son in Afghanistan or Iraq. I'm not sure which country. They saw at Arlington all the wreaths that were being laid at Christmas time and, and it just took their breath away and said, wouldn't it be yeah. nice? And then that's all it took. And in less than a week's time, we were able to raise the funds to purchase the wreaths and, and gather volunteers from all over to come and help put the wreaths together and then lay them at the, at the, at the cemetery. That's incredible. I know um, you have shared this with me in the past, and what I have done so our listeners can um, see some of the impact that this this has is I have put the link on the website that you sent me, Didi, um, Great. on our website on um, www.militarymomtalkradio.com. It's also on the Toganet page, our, our Military Mom Talk Radio Toganet page as well. So I hope our listeners will go and, and take a look at those slideshows. They're moving. There's beautiful music, um, lots of hugging, <laughs> lots of tears, yeah. and yeah. Um, lots of lots of joy in sharing that together. So um, I wanted to thank you. And will you be doing that again this Christmas? Absolutely, and I'm calling your husband to come home. Oh, wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) My husband has volunteered, and he wants to um, make sure that he's a part of that this year. Um, Great. Love to have him. Great, great. You talked about raising funds for the Riefling. How do some of the family... Family um, partner, uh, I was going to say family partnership. That's a Girl Scout program. Family, 
family, family programs. Yeah. How do some of um, your events get funded? Well, it's, uh, it has to be done within. We have pretty strict regulations um, mm-hmm. through the Army. We can only um, fundraise to military members and family members. I see. So it's, it's difficult. It's very hard. But, um, you know, on occasion we, we might come across uh, a great opportunity. <laughs> like there's one happening down at the VFW in Nashua this coming Friday. Okay. Um, is a fundraiser for another family readiness group of another unit that's deploying. And um, it's a comedy night and dinner, and so that's another, you know, you have to be creative. You have to make sure that you're, you're not soliciting the public um, to support That does the, make a difference, different, difficult, because how would the community, if the community wanted to support a, a guard unit, how would they go about doing that? Uh, hmm. <laughs> Mostly we would have to refer, uh, if it's monetary donations, refer mm-hmm. them to SURF, which is the Chaplain's Emergency Relief Fund. I see. Um, each family readiness group is allowed to receive um, up to, I think, $1,000 per year in non-solicited donations. Wow. Um, you, you reach out, you know, it's called a workaround, I think. Yeah, <laughs> you re- yeah. You reach out the best way you can. For me, finding um, resident, residents, citizens that, that want to be able to support and help, that I, I look for skills. Um, yeah. You know, for one of our wives way up north, the roof caved in, so I'm on the line calling everybody I can think of up in that area that can get to her and help her out. And it was amazing, the outpour of support that came to her aid. And, you know, I tried to explain, it's just a roof and, and, you know, things happen like this in New Hampshire way up north, but along with the stresses of caring for the children and she has one child with disabilities and the husband's in a war zone, it just adds to the, you know, the catastrophic event for her. Right, Um, right. Well, I'm just thinking if you have a dinner, just a welcome home dinner, that yeah. costs money. If you have a family, maybe at Christmas time, who are having some difficulties, and you want to help those kids have have Christmas or whatever their faith celebration is, um, whether it there be are, gifts, or, yeah. There's many many organizations throughout the state that um, will donate items for for Operation Santa, and we also have within the military. Um, the National Guard families that will sign up and uh, adopt a family or adopt a child and make mm-hmm. sure that that child receives a, a nice Christmas. Wow. Tina, are you there? Are you with us? Oh. Yes, I'm here. Oh, I was just wondering, now, at, at your um, base, do you have support, say, at Christmas time or during the holidays if a family is, is having oh, yeah. rough there's time. Oh, so yeah. There's so many different programs um, for Camp Pendleton. And um, since we're in between two counties, we're in uh, the bases place. So half of the bases in San Diego County and half of the bases in Orange County. And there's so many programs between the two counties um, for the different parts of the base um, that support them through... I have to say almost every holiday, there's so many organizations that 
I mean, from the beginning of the year, from Easter, and I mean, there's always Easter basket giveaways. There's um, at Thanksgiving, there's a Thanksgiving dinner giveaways where they give you everything that you need to have a perfect wow. Thanksgiving. Um, uh, they have support. Uh, they have for the single Marines. They have a adopt a Marine program where they'll uh, have families adopt um, a single Marine that will be you know, still at Camp Pendleton and they can't, you know, go and see their families or don't really have that close connection with their own families and they'll invite them to come into their homes so that they're able to spend the holidays, you know, with the family. So there's so I many. At Cur- the Christmas giveaway is probably one of the biggest where corporations yeah. um, surrounding the bases um, will adopt um, families and they will go and supply the, the families, the children, the, even the parents with Christmas presents, dinners, gift certificates, things like that. I mean, That's we have Christmas right, tree yeah. give. Yeah, FedEx gives a Christmas tree giveaway on base every single year. So oh, there's see, a isn't lot. that great? Yeah. Yeah. Didi, how many how many troops do we have in the in our New Hampshire National Guard? Do you know? Mm, I think it's just under five thousand. Is that right, boy? Yeah. That's a lot. And I. Maybe about 400 active duty. Really? The rest are, um, you know, the MJ, which is the one weekend a month, two weeks out of the year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. Well, Didi, I know that we're going to um, wrap up with, with our segment with you very shortly. Um, I want to thank you so much for being a part of our show. It's just My wonderful pleasure. to learn a little more about the the Army National Guard. Is there a website um, that people can refer to? There is. So the website that I use the most is the Joint Service Joint Sur- Support Services. Joint Service su- Joint Support. <laughs> I can services. email you later the, the website address. It's Joint Joint yep. Service Services Support Joint. Yeah. Services.support.com. It's not a .gov. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Joint services support.com. And that's yeah. where they can, listeners or, or families can reach the family support program in their area. As you Absolutely. say, there's one in every they state. They go on there and there's a, a map of the, the country and they pick their state and they can get connected right away to the family program um, local to them. That's wonderful. Well, please tell um, our friend Chris that you're meeting with next. Thank you for uh, okay. <laughs> giving you some time, and we'll be right back with Military Mom Talk Radio. Right. Thanks so much, Dina. Thank you, Robin. Thank you, Dina. <laughs> Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system, keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Every woman wants to know how successful women manage their lives. So join host Sharon Silver for Getting to the Heart of the Matter. 
every Thursday at 1 Eastern, noon Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Have you ever wondered who the woman behind the family service or product really is? How she became an innovator? How she reaches out and connects with others? Or how do they do it all without sacrificing their family or themselves? Getting to the heart of the matter is for you. Sharon will interview guests who bring wisdom and sage advice. Sharon will interview all kinds of women, from everyday moms to extraordinary stories. Sharon gets to the heart of the matter by asking the big questions. How these women manage being a mom or a business owner or just being a woman. You'll hear how they prevent themselves from becoming workaholics either in their career or with their families and still find time to fulfill their quest for calm and personal fulfillment. For more information on Sharon, check out her website, ProactiveParenting.net. Then be here for Getting to the Heart of the Matter with Sharon Silver. Every Thursday at 1 Eastern, noon Central. Part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com, covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back. Hello, Military Moms. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio. I am Robin Boyd. I'm the guest host today while Sandra Beck is away um, she's on vacation, and I'm sure having an awesome time. <laughs> Tina, um, hi. What, did you get a chance to say hi to Sandra via via internet here? She oh, she contacted you. Yeah, well, she got there safely. We know that she's on vacation. <laughs> she had a delay with the boys at the airport. I did see that on Facebook, and but she did get there, and it's crazy and loud, and she's having a wonderful time. So that's good. A well deserved, well deserved vacation. Definitely. Tina, we were talking about family uh, things with with Dee Dee, as far as because she's so involved with their family program. Do you find that you have, have you participated your family with your family programs that are available to you there? Um, yeah, we've um, done a few programs. Uh, we've take, done a focus program where it helps um, basically the family be able to communicate with one another, um, to talk about the different aspects of uh, deployment, um, in my case, with um, having a husband that was combat injured, um, it was mm-hmm. uh, basically a program that helped us communicate in a um, positive manner the different questions and 
feelings that we had um, due to his injuries and uh, the time that he's been home. So we participated in that program, which was really good. It was able to open up um, the kids and get questions that they were wondering and I guess just didn't feel comfortable asking um, and be able to answer them in a... uh, in a positive way and how to express emotions in this a positive true? Manner. Because I think sometimes kids get the feeling, I don't dare ask about that because I might not say something right or I might hurt daddy's feelings or something, but I'm sure they have questions. And oh, yeah. They probably need someone to say, what is that? Or I don't know the specifics of your husband's situation, but... What if there is a prosthetic? What if there is a funny-looking bandage? What if there is um, an aid, you know, an aid or something? I'm sure they need to know those things. Oh, exactly. And that program is basically that helps the child feel like they're in a okay position to ask about it, and they they know that they're not going to be looked, you know, down upon asking about it. That you know, they're curious and. It's a sure. way, uh, they teach you a way to answer the questions in a way that the children going to understand with giving them enough information but not too much information, right. you know, to throw them into different avenues and, and stuff. So, I mean, I, I thought it was really good. And um, they have that as like a uh, program when you're, the deployed service member comes back into the family, even more so like a readjustment period so that you yeah. can readjust from dad being gone or mom being gone and now they're back and so to get back into the swing of things of having both of your parents present in the house. Wouldn't it be an interesting survey or a way to get some statistics to see how many young people who have been through this have then since gone into some kind of support service career themselves? I think it would be an interesting interesting survey or an interesting research program. Because I'm sure they must have a different perspective than just a kid going to a regular school, or I don't mean a regular school, but a, a public school that it does not have any military people involved. It must be, it must be very different for those kids to, to realize that there are different circumstances around, around them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, like, my children, they go to school on base, which... You know, mm-hmm. it's on base, so everybody's dad and mom basically do the same thing. You know what I mean? I mean, they have yeah. different jobs, but they're still, they're all service members, and, you know, they right. get deployed, and they right. wear camis every day. So it's nothing out of the ordinary to where, right. you know, we have schools that are outside the base, and there's kids that dads and moms are doctors and yeah. you know, different types of occupations. Do you have that choice, whether your kids go on base or off base? Yeah, you can decide whether or not um, you can go in uh, the area, the zip code that you live in. They can either place you on base or you have the option of going off of base. That's interesting. I think, yeah, I like going. I our on base school. I really love it. I think it's great. It has great programs. The, the school district is wonderful. Um, I really like the way that they're structured, and also my kids have friends there that you know they've been going to school with years. So. They really like it on base. Yeah, yeah. I are they a part? Is the school are the schools that are on base a part of the um, school district in the city that you're in? Actually, no. Um, our 
school is part of another school district that just happens to be on the other side of base, which I don't even oh. know how that's how it's set up like that. But um, most of the there's three there. I think there's a total of six schools on base, and they're all, and they're a part of three different school districts. Oh, and I see. our our school is um, part of um, a school district that is expelled, so they have all day preschool to where you know you could go to the south end of base, and they're only mm-hmm. in three hour. Um, kindergarten, where we have kindergarten for the normal six hours a day. So wow, yeah. it's a preference. Whether you decide to stay on base or go out in town, it's totally up to to your own family to decide which is best. I just think that it's interesting in that um, a school district would probably need to assure that they are following a, a certain curriculum standard that is overseen by the state. Um, yeah. So that it, and then if a child decides that they're going to transfer from, say, an on-base school to an off-base school, that their curriculum has has um, been uh, parallel. Yeah, it's. Um, I've come into a, uh, a lot of neighbors that have moved in from other states where their um, curriculum for a certain grade is um, behind what curriculum, you know, we're teaching on base, and since ours wow. is excelled, sometimes there's an adjustment period to where you have to either, you know, get a tutor or have yeah. after school help to try to get that child caught up, which is horrible because I feel so bad for that child, you know, it's not their choice to have to be moved around from school to school, but it has that adjustment period of where, okay, either you have to be either caught up so that you're yeah. to par with the rest of your classmates in your grade, or you're just going to be overly uh, excelled in that in that topic or subject just because due to the fact that you came from a excelled school district. So Yeah, that's so interesting. Before we uh, wrap up the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Freedom Dog program. We were encouraging everybody to log in to refresh everything to hopefully get our um, support for the Freedom Dogs for the grant that Pepsi was giving, but how did we make out? Did we did we get up there? I don't know what the exact number was, but um, I know that it closed off for July. I'm yeah. not. I don't know if we if we rolled over to August. I wasn't able to get the information yet, but um, I know that the numbers were lower than they were the previous month. Uh, well, we'll have to. Um, work on getting some details so that we can get our, our new campaign so that we can reach out to even more people to support Freedom Dogs. And, yeah, but and we, you... we, we totally appreciate all the support and all the votes from the listeners. I mean, every vote helped in a way to get our numbers, you know, closer to number one. So I have to thank everyone that listened and voted. You know, it was more than we could have asked for. That's great. We'll keep that information on the website as well. Do we? Do you still have Charlie um, come on a regular basis, or? Um, yeah, my husband still uses Charlie over three, four times a week. Mm. <laughs> he's almost like one of our family members. He, uh, he is. I bet he is. Yeah, he's definitely a, a part of our weekly, our weekly appointments that uh, my husband has to go to. So yeah. Now, Charlie where does still. Charlie stay during the week? If he de- he doesn't stay with you, is that correct? No, Charlie's more of um, a partner program where he, his trainer comes and um, brings him 
and they accompany Richard to the different types of appointments or events that he needs to go to. So okay. instead of like, it's not on a live-in basis, he stays with um, his trainer. But there is a part, um, there is a program called Partner for Life where they match the dogs and the dog actually does live with the service member and it's a, a live-in thing where they don't I have see. to be partnered out on a need basis. Right. And certainly that's dependent on the the um, soldier's need, the, the troop's need. Yeah. Exactly. It's, every, it's different to every situation. Right, right. Well, we'll... Will, do you believe that there's going to be another campaign that Pepsi Refresh is going to start up again? Well, I've, um, possibly, I mean, this, um, experience with Pepsi Refresh has opened up a lot of new doors on, um, mm. other opportunities, um, to get funding in. So it was, it, this was a great, um, way to start it out to see how much support we can get. So yeah. it has definitely opened up doors to other opportunities to get the donations in. Yes, you're right, right. There were quite a few um, charities to click on when you went into the site originally, but I'm really hoping that they will continue to do this because uh, it, not only did it give us an opportunity to learn more about Freedom Dogs, but it certainly was a wonderful uh, campaign that Pepsi yes. was running. My gosh. It's wonderful. It yeah. was really good. And the fact that they carry it out from month to month, I mean, that's awesome, too. And you're able to keep your numbers if you, you know, if you're under the 100 and you get to roll over to the to the next month. It, it oh, is, really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, they were rolling them over. Yeah. Well, <laughs> everybody needs to go out and buy a case of Pepsi <laughs> yeah. so we can give them more money so that we can do this again. Tina, we're just about out of time, and I want to thank you so much for sharing the show with me today. This is such an yes, awesome program, you. and every week you and Sandra have such interesting information. So we want to say thanks and make sure that everybody tunes in to either iTunes or the Toganet.com um, site so we can share the podcast. We'll see you all next week. This is Robin Boyd looking forward to seeing you all again on Military Mom Talk Radio. Have a good week. You too. Bye-bye.